Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Lifting Ugly podcast. I am not sure why Alki over here is so tiny. Let's try and get that figured out. Yeah, just the tiny square. <laughs> there we go. Lifting hey. Ugly podcast. This time, Lifting Ugly podcast. Podcast so dope that Amy Winehouse Don't had too much it. of us. <laughs> <laughs> I am. This is, as I said, Lifting Ugly. Yep. Lifting yep. Ugly. Yep. With Craig, that's me, mm-hmm. and and Alki, that's that's me. So what's up, Alki? How'd you uh, did you guy finish? Uh, so I had to leave right as the he was the last bench of flight B. So I had to dip just so I could make it on time. But he squatted five forty, pulled or uh, bench three eighty five, and he's trying to pull seven. Did you see my story that I posted of why we're going to be late? All I saw was the Mike Tyson holding the pigeons. <laughs> well, that one's good too, but because that, was, you, that made my day. Oh, <laughs> you didn't see you didn't see me talking about why we were going to be late today. Oh, I think I glanced over it just a little bit, but I couldn't hear half of it. Oh, that's too bad. I was at the meet. I said I said we were going to be late. I said that. Uh, I said you were had to give somebody a hand job or something. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's what you yeah. said. Um, it so, was super that, rough, very want, calloused. That's why I want to know if you finished or not. Oh, um, I always finish regardless. Oh, okay. It doesn't take much. That's right. Team player. <laughs> Team player. <laughs> and, I, and then uh, Ethan messaged me and he said, man, if it takes a couple hours, then he's not very good. No. And I said he's no, learning. No. Gas is expensive. Gas is expensive no, so, in Southern California. Yeah. <laughs> I got to do what I can. I can only take so much. It's hard out here for a pimp. Yeah. <laughs> all right so he got so he had deadlifts left yeah so ryan's wing 170 180 um and trying to pull and, 700 yeah well oh, he'll pull it i'm not worried about that so this was after a weight cut his strongest squat was i believe 563 in wraps and this was after a weight cut this is after a weight cut in sleeves so definitely a huge sleeve pr um huge but he smoked it like he smoked bench smoked squats and he's a fantastic puller so i'm he's gonna at least pull 683 like i'm no questions asked the dude's a strong guy and it was at a uh sick gym called ironmongers um it's probably like 45 minutes away from here but it's in like an industrial area, it opens up and there's like, I mean, there's metal playing. It's got all kinds of, it's all black plates and it's, it's all murdered out in there. It's super cool. The owner looks like, uh, kind of looks like, looks like that guy, Wacy. Oh, okay. Um, but like a little bit taller, a little bit thicker. And, uh, everyone there was just smashing numbers. Everyone was super cool. Um, so I think I'm going to, they're hosting a meet in October. So I think I'm going to do that one. I'm pretty excited about it. It was a well put together meet. Uh, USPA. It was killer. <clears throat> a lot of fun. Nice. Oh yeah. It says uh, Rubio. Yes, Mr. Rubio. Miss Senior Rubio. Senior. So, how about your training? Did you get anything done? Um, this week was good. I got everything done. <clears throat> um, bench was. 455 for a triple, which was quite nice. Um, Deads pulled 585 for a double pain-free, which was 
awesome. It moved exactly how I wanted it to. <clears throat> uh, no one cares about secondary bench and uh, oh, squad. That would be yeah. I did today. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a uh, um, it was extended pauses, so we just did uh, two two second pauses and then emphasis on incline. And squats were 500 for a three by three on the SSB and then back down sets for pauses. That's so all in all. Like, it was a good week. That sounds lots of fun. It was. I'm very happy about it. Stoked. I got this. I got this belt. You got to show it off. <clears throat> you got to do, do the whole. It, oh, it's so Look nice. At that. What um, oh. was that? The. Uh, what thickness did you get? Um, it's super thick. Oh yeah. Oh, dude, I remember when I first got mine too. It like dug into my skin like a mofo. It, it did a little bit of that. It, yeah. I had some of that on my my deadlift break in, and then let's see. There's the a bird. That's me. Hell yeah! yeah I was uh, oh, I was doing on, I was doing like online training. And so for our, for the lunchtime, I went and took a nap for like 20 nice. minutes. And then Amber came in and she's like, hey, there's a package out here. And I like just bolted out of bed. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's your <laughs> Some Christmas in March. <clears throat> it was awesome. And then my, so like, yeah, two days before that, my client Shelby, she got hers. And like she, we're not even doing belt stuff this week. And she like brings yeah. it in. She's like, "Look what I got!" <laughs> <laughs> How did she do hers? Um, she just put her last name on the inside. The outside's uh, it's just plain. It's blank. Yeah, but it's like a um, like a baby blue. Nice with a suede, and then I can't remember what the inside color is. But it's, it's like a, it's a classy look. I have Ooh. to say, it fits Ooh. her. It works. If it's her well, so I let her. I let her use it today. It was a little loose. It needed. It needs to be tightened up. So I let her use it today for her deadlift session because it. The she wasn't really going to be able to. Yeah, she she wasn't going to be able to brace with it anyway. Well, that's like buying a new car and not driving it. Like you, you gotta. Yeah. You, you gotta, gotta do it. We're gonna put it in the garage there for a little bit until it's car driving day. Yeah, car driving <laughs> day. So yes, yeah, so I did. I actually my week was pretty good considering. Fuck how busy it was. I was able to get squats over 500 for a few, a few mm -hmm. by few, few and by then few. Uh, a few by few. And I did three at 405 on bench, which I haven't hit over four for a while on bench. And it felt good until I went, I was like, oh, I'm going to do it another time. I'm going to try it again. And then I like went to go and I'm like, oh, I better not. I'm just going to. Yeah. I'm going to just call it while it's good. I'll back back down. So I went yeah. down to three, 315, and I went to push, and I could just feel it, like, locking up. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, never mind. I'm done. Maybe, just maybe next bench day, instead of doing, like, multiple reps, just do, like, five sets of one and just do, like, shorter rest periods. Because I think it's, yeah. it's it's the multiple reps that are kicking, that are getting you right now. Yeah, I, I'm just going to – well, I will after this. So I'm going to go ahead and hit bench again. I'm going to do a secondary day. Bless. So, so maybe I'll just go ahead and, and knock some of those out. Because the residual shoulder pain wasn't as bad as it has been yeah. in the past either. So it hurt That's for like good. a day and then it's been better. So hey. happy with that. And then um, I had the superpowers from the belt for deadlifts mm -hmm. yesterday. So that Best was power. That's pretty dope. So mm -hmm. 630, 635 for two. I think next time I go heavy, 
won't be this next week, but probably the week after. Yeah. I think I may just try and throw a seventh plate on there and see what happens. I don't see why not. Like, if you're pulling 635 for a dub, that's definitely indicative of a 675 pull. I'm going to, yeah. That'd be so, I'd be so excited. So do it. <laughs> do it and post about it's, it. It's time. It's time it's to time. make that shit happen. It's time, Craig. Quit fucking around. Yeah. And then that made 700 is right around the corner. Oh my God. I would or here's or, or, or do <laughs> 635. Go to like six seventy five, and then maybe seven right after. I like it. That's or a, small. That's a, like, I don't know. Just do it. I it's don't. Seven. It's time already. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not big on on the small on the small gap. I like I like the bigger yeah. jumps. I don't want to waste my energy on on little increases. Well, I'd say like six six fifty, and then see where your balls drag. Yeah, speaking of, I was informed that that uh, I got informed after I posted the video that I was elephant trunking the bar. So, oh, parrot <laughs> perching. <laughs> I was like, um, well, there's a first for everything. Mm-hmm. Must be a rough life. <laughs> <laughs> so I just thought that was funny. I was like, oh, elephant trunk. Sorry some about non- that. Some non-family friendly dads. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That was meant for my only, my only fans page. Weights and taints to, yeah. to push that up on there. <laughs> only hams. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, all right. So lifting up your podcast today. We are. I am not we. I am coming to you from Monument Fitness in the city of Grand Junction in the state of Colorado. You can visit our Instagram, Instagram at monument.fitness. Or Instagram, if you would like, if you prefer such. Uh, MonumentFitness.com. You can also visit us, visit us there. If you're ever in the area, make sure you hit me up at lifting underscore ugly on Instagram or search lifting ugly. You can leave a message anywhere and I will find it and go ahead and stop on by. We'd like to get you in so you can take a look and lift with some of the folks here. We do now have four people that are going to the Crown Mountain Strongman meet out of this gym in may i will be there too are you oh yeah attaboy yeah so we got jack jordan um ruben's doing it yep and why can't i think of the fourth person i know the fourth person maria's going too right she's going i don't she's not gonna compete no no who else is competing jack jordan Keenan, that's right. Oh, I forgot about the. How do you how do you forget about the biggest one? <laughs> the, the big, the biggest toddler in the world. Actually, I to be fair, about him. I have lost that man in a grocery store on more than one occasion. Like if you turn oh, your back on him, he just he just dips. Uh, he just he's like because he is a kid. He just yeah, kind of exactly. wanders yeah. wanders <laughs> off without sound, just drifts away. Like, dude, where did three, you go? <laughs> three hundred and seventy some pound dude that can <clears throat> disappear like nobody's business. Yeah, yeah like, uh, oh well. So, anyway, so we'll have we'll have good representation uh, nice. from Monument Fitness. Um, since we do have four people going, I think I'm going to make up some shirts specifically for Ooh. those those four to to sport while they're there. Don't don't because, forget to include me. Yes. Because you will be there, I will be there helping. Mm-hmm. We're not going to have a we're not going to have a booth because that's okay. 
unfortunately, you know, well, I'm helping, so it'd be hard to have a booth and help with the contest anyway. And oh, so are you like loading and spotting and stuff? Yeah, I'll do. I'll be helping set up events and shit like that. Oh, nice. So we'll have we'll have two banners up uh, promoting lifting ugly. We'll do some uh, some giveaways for the top lifters for the wieners. The wieners. Yeah, I just I couldn't uh, I couldn't afford the uh, the booth the booth price. Oof, was it a little a little much? Is it was it was much it was much. I actually um, I was curious. So after the Arnold, I emailed them and asked them how much a booth was. Oof. to be a to be at the arnold and it's actually only twenty five hundred dollars which for the arnold isn't that bad no i mean that's you know so a lot you of, want to go to columbus at some point i it's like a love hate thing like mm-hmm. it looks like such a cool event but i really don't like arnold schwarzenegger i mean it's, you're not going for arnold i could give a fuck right about arnold. i'm saying like i would right. go to see the massonomics guys like yeah, Finn, if they do the animal cage again too. Well, oh. did you and did you see the strength? The strength co had deadlift. Uh, mm-hmm. They did uh, what is it like deadlift expos with yeah, some of the top um, deadlifters. Yeah, uh, Dan Bell pulled eight hundred for f- three or four, and then uh, one of the Mastodonis guys, I can't remember his name, but he goes by like Bacon and Beer Bells. Yeah, pulled like yes. six seventy five or seven for reps, and I was like, nice. Those was that the guy? Was that the guy? The little, yeah. Goddamn yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they even so in my so kind of what it, what made me really more interested in it is, um, was it John Gruden, the coach that was the coach of the Raiders and Super yeah. Bowl winning coach and everything, stopped by their booth and bought shirts from them. Oh, nice. And I was like, "What the hell?" I was like, "Dude, that's so dope!" And then they're like, they're "Like, yeah, it was the highlight of the weekend." Oh, that's so badass. Like, yeah. So it just it looked fun. It looked like a fun thing to be a part of, and be able you know go hang out with some cool peeps and meet some new new people and or qualify with solid numbers and lift at the Arnold. They don't do powerlifting there. Oh yeah, all I've seen is Olympic lifting and the strongman stuff. Um, one of the girls at our gym for the USAPL just competed there. At the oh Arnold. really? Mm-hmm. Oh well, they don't so put it up the anywhere. Fit- well, they have the Fit Expo, and then they have like the, right. the competing stuff. Well, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I don't know about that. I don't know about that part. I I'll just run a booth. That's fair. <laughs> Instead, I'll do the numbers part. <laughs> Let's see. Who's all right? Seth. Seth said John Sun took second in his meet there at the Arnold. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming so. Who's John? Do you know John? No, Seth. Are you talking? I feel about? like <laughs> Seth. I, should, I. It feels like we should know who John is. Yeah, but he'll he'll let us know. Nope. So anyway, well, <laughs> <laughs> it, it it might take him a while to type it out. It's okay. Slow fingers. We love, we love you anyway, Seth. Oh, oh John, John Gruden's son. Oh, he was competing. Oh, that's cool. That's, that is dope. Um, and his son is also a strength and conditioning coach. Well, was at Washington. I don't remember if he is still there or not. But, yeah, he was this big old yoked out dude on the sidelines that was thicker than all the players, but like half their height. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so killer. So, yes, apparently I do know John. So I just completely blanked out on 
You're completely talking about the same person, and then just I know. I was like, wait, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, the person, we, the person we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, that's crazy. Who would have ever guessed? Mm-hmm. And if you guys want to talk to Alki, message him. Whatever you want to do, as it's far as he's fun. concerned, it is. He can be an entertaining fellow. You can visit his Instagram page at Pico P I K O underscore Powerlifting. You can get him there. He's his other page is also up and running as well. He's off the page. watch. The main oh, page. Yeah. He, he is off the government's cyber terrorist watch list. Ladies and gentlemen, Belly's out benching. Go look at Belly's out benching and go see Alkai there. You'll see. You'll see all that in all mm-hmm. of its glory. In you want to know how I got off does. that list? <laughs> how? So my buddy nice. Anthony took the guy had a trainer. Took my phone. <clears throat> went to like the service center part. And like typed in the there was like an area where it was like how can we help you? He was just like, hey, can you get me off this fucking list, please? <laughs> and two days later, it was done. <laughs> oh, well, I just Instagram. Yeah, you just had to ask. Yeah, that was it. They just want to be wanted. Mm-hmm. They're like, that's just, all. Just let us know, and we'll be happy. We to love help you. you. <laughs> <laughs> we love you lots. Yeah. All right. And if you would like to give us money, because we would appreciate that. I, I cool. should phrase it, phrase it in the way. If you would like to show support in a monetary way, I you can do so by subscribing. You did. This yeah. way you can do it. You can do it by subscribing for a monthly membership at patreon.com backslash lifting ugly and check out our tiers there and see what we've got and what you may be able to get out of that. The other way, which Alki did donate is from LiftingUgly.com by purchasing some of our fine Lifting Ugly gear that we do have available there. We do also have the one-time donation buttons on there so that you can do one-time donations as well if you're, for some reason, don't want to buy anything but want to give us money anyway. You can do it that way. And Alki did it. He didn't use his discount code, paid full price for a handful of stuff. And so he did donate. It was a decent tab. (laughs) If it makes you feel any better, I think I've done that like four times now. I think yeah. I've only actually successfully put in the code like once or twice. Yeah. So I ordered a sweatshirt for Nick Camby, who anyone listening, Nick Camby, we will have his interview posted up here shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, I ordered a sweatshirt to be sent to him. And then last week sent ordered a shirt for, for Bella, the winner, the well, I self-declared. Oh, yeah. You weren't here last week, so you don't know. I just declared I just declared her the winner of Perfect. the face of the week. Bella is Selena Vega's daughter. Oh, cool. Um, and you'll have, I don't know if you saw it, but you, if you didn't see it, you'll have to check it out. Because she's she's only 14 years old, and it was yeah. a great face. Oh, no, I saw great. it. Yeah, it was, it was solid. Yeah. Like, excellent. So I, I want to tell you her numbers because I, I they're pretty cool numbers. Her squat is 200, bench is 126, and her dead is 220. Hell yeah. At, four, at 14 years old. That's a right? start right there. Yeah. And she just won last weekend. She also won. It was a good weekend for her. She won face of the week, which had to be the highlight of her weekend. Obviously. I'm sure. And she won the freshman sophomore wrestling tournament. That's a woman that gets after it, man. Like, Yeah, she's... she's I feel sorry for any guy that tries to cross that young lady. Or any chick that tries to wrestle her. Like, that's that's a strong chick right there. Man. Right. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, Apple doesn't fall far, clearly. 
now. Mom, mom, mom's a beast too. Hell yeah! All right, so I do have it's it's up on the website, but I'm open to suggestions with this new shirt. Okay, I did have I had a graphic worked on. Here it is. So tell me what you think. For those that aren't looking, that are um, that are listening. It is lifting ugly in the background, scripted logo with a squat rack in front of it. Yeah, and it doesn't quite say squat happens. It's the alphanumeric characters so that it can be determined to say shit happens or squat happens. Oh, that's kind of was my idea. I'm open to suggestions to change to make it let different. Me, let me ponder on that. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah, but anyway, I, 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 I like, like, I like the, the squat rack though. That's cool. Yeah. The so the yeah, the lifting ugly behind the squat rack, I dig in that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, I just don't know if I want to keep it as that or add a little something something to it. I'm just not yeah. quite sure what that will be. Well let me let me ponder on that one because I like I like the squat rack. That's a that's a good start right. for sure. Yeah. I just I feel like it needs a little something mm-hmm. on top of it. Maybe just change the uh like was that an eight ball in there? Um, that was the A or an eight ball. Not today. No, on the in the in the shit happens. What were the two? That was two that was logos? yesterday. That was my <laughs> that was my day yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that was my lunch. <laughs> it is. Oh, is it at A? Okay. I don't. From there's where I was at, it yeah, like there's a, an at an symbol eight, and the, the one before that. I don't know what that turned into. I swear it wasn't like that when I first put it on there. I was going to say, what is the FFFD? <laughs> I have no idea. Okay, Either so that's going to have to... Some of that like shit's going to have to change though. regardless. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll just put squat happens and just leave it at that. Yeah. You know. Or you can just use, like, a goal asterisk. Yeah. Fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. Like a like a hangman thing. Yeah. There we go. There's some There's some ideas. We're spitballing here. We're moving. coming up with the with some ideas. We're going in the right direction. I like I like the direction oh, yeah. we're heading. All right. So face of the week this last week, we had a lot of uh, a lot of submissions because it, technically it was two weeks worth of submissions. Um, since I basically I told everyone I was like, you kind of pointless for me to put you up against her because she'd kick your ass. And there's, you know, let's just we'll wait and let everyone compete together. Yeah. And to be fair, I did ask Bella if she wanted me to declare her a winner like I wanted to or if she wanted to compete against everyone else. And her answer was the best. She said, it doesn't matter. I'll win anyway. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, well, with that on top of on top of the rest of it, I was like, okay, we we have to do it. So I have all these uploaded because I was actually I was going to bring them up to to Nick Camby and see if which one he thought, but we didn't get around to it. So I have these loaded. So here's your girl, Chelsea. <laughs> like, I love like the, did I just shit my pants face or like the half confusion? <laughs> I know, it's just, her, her faces are really funny because they're yeah, not they're, normal, normal strain. No, they're not. Their confusion looks totally. And so I told her it was kind of like a Popeye look. It is. It looks like a Popeye look. <laughs> <laughs> And then we have we have Ethan coming back again <laughs> with the nose Ethan, on. Now, Ethan, when you when you listen to this, we need to do something about this blood pressure of yours that causes you to keep yeah. blowing these capillaries. 
Mm-hmm. But it it does it does make for a great picture. It does. And he's cranking some serious weight getting ready for getting it ready is. for King of the North. So the man's is getting very strong. Yep. So uh, that should be a, that should be a cool event to watch because these guys um and then Austin is dude. That's did you watch that 700 squat by the way? I think yeah, yeah. I did. Oh. oh it's not it's just it's stupid. The, it blows that dumb. guy blows my mind, dude. 100, what is he, 180? Maybe one, 170s, I think. God. Squatting 700 pounds. Yeah, like, that just makes you want to quit. <laughs> what, a, what a jerk. Yeah. Here's your, here's uh, the real Slim Shady. I mean, he looks like a, are those mutton chops? No, it's part of it's just because his hair is so almost clear. He, oh, yeah. The man is alopecia. I, yeah, he's a. Uh, he looks like the uh, the guy from is it from Trailer Park Boys? When he, yeah. cause he's got his glasses on and his chin's oh, kind of just out yeah. of the picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so go Wyatt Justin with another submission on his pull with the trend neck. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's this is a. Uh, he said he'll come up with some better ones, but this is Cody from Be Strong Strength and Conditioning. Hey, but uh, at least he's, they, he submitted some, so I'll take That's it. right. He's uh that's the facility that the the powerlifting meet in Denver is gonna be at June oh, 4th. Nice. They're gonna be at cool. his place, Be Strong in Denver. So we appreciate Cody coming through. And then this is Wyatt's buddy Ian. And this was uh, post SSB. Yeah. So it, that one's pretty good. I can tell if he's going like, uh or if he's a, uh, I think pain. it's more of a, I think it's a pain. Yeah, but pain bone. I, nice. I don't, I don't know him well enough. It could be a combination of the two, to each you know, their own. To each their own is correct. But the winner, undefeated, mm. is our man oh, out of North man. Dakota. So, good job. They keep he's it real up north. He's won two submissions and a what did we call that one? A quarter final. Mm, that's is right. That, is that is that what we were calling that one? Yeah. So good job, Ethan. Um, if I guess if he wants if he wants another discount code, I'll give him another discount code if he wants to order more stuff. Because nice. I will not deny him that. All right. So at this time, do you have anything else? I guess I should ask you. Do you have anything else that uh, you would like to discuss? Custom discuss? No, but I forgot to mention earlier, to bring the, up? the meat. Um, they had a, it was pretty cool. So they had a, a food vendor, they had a clothing vendor, and then they had uh, um, one of the guys that trains there is um, a massage therapist, and the dude's a hammer. Like the guy's, he got hands of steel. Right. Um, and he was doing $20 partial adjustments. And like wow. massages and stuff <clears throat> dug into my bicep tendon and my forearm and my lat and that was like i was sweating on the table in pain <laughs> in front of like 80 fucking people <laughs> but um he's a strong dude he goes by isn't his mike he goes by iron hands very fitting well, i was gonna say it's uh well put i'm sure yeah so i just wanted to give him a shout out because that was uh, like i feel i mean it was horrid at the time being right but, um the dude, the dude is very good at his at his craft, if you will. Yeah, it's uh, 
I've, I've had a little bit of experience, not as much as people think I should, because Amber at this time is going through her massage therapy school. Oh, nice. And and she knows how to do it already. She just needs a certification. So anyway, yeah, we've had it. We've, we've had a couple runs where she's done tricep digs and it is super fucking painful. Also, he had he had me on my side, had his elbow in my lat, put his full body weight on it, and was having me do shoulder presses from the side. Right. I was like, dude, like, like, thank you, but fuck. <laughs> hey, you knew what you needed. I am in pain. This is just like uh, what they what he predicted, what Clubber Lang predicted in the fight. Mm-hmm. Do you know what Clubber Lang predicted in the fight? No. Have you ever seen the Rocky movies? Not for a while. I don't know how how many are there at this point. <laughs> I don't know. There's like seven or eight. All right. Depends on if you count. If you count I think I've, I, I think I've seen the original one. That's so you didn't see the one with Mr. T? No. Oh, well, that's because they asked him. They asked him what his prediction for the fight was. His prediction for the fight was. Pain, <laughs> Seth. <laughs> Pain. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we did have our interview with the world's strongest man for the 105 kilo category, America's strongest man, 105 kilo category. He has the log press record of 412 pounds, block press record of 312 pounds, and he did say he has the. Wagon wheel deadlift record. I don't the think axle, he, I axle. Can't the axle. Yeah, the axle pull yeah. at four, four something. I think he said. Yeah, somewhere kilos there. though. Yeah, yeah. So just to be clear, we yeah. So we had him on Thursday, so we have the recorded interview. So we will share that with you all at this time. All right, everyone. As promised today, we have our special guest. Nick Camby, professional strongman. Let me see if I can get all these uh, these titles correct for you. So you are the 105 kilo world strongest man. Yes, sir. 105 kilo U.S. strong strongest man. Uh, Americas, yeah. Americas, okay. Uh, block press world record holder. Yes, sir. At three, was it 311, 311.9? Pretty much, yeah. So three, three, twelve. If you, if you round up for, <laughs> Let, yeah. let's, just, let's just round up. We'll, we'll, we'll give it the three twelve, and then uh, log press of four twelve. Is that those numbers all right? Jesus yes, sir. Yeah, and then uh-huh. uh, and of course the axe, and then I also have like an actual record at four seventeen. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of those top accomplishments all came in one year. So I was very blessed to kind of knock them all out. So what year was that? Was that just this past year? Yes, sir. Um, so I've been competing for for about. This will be my 10th year and six years professionally. And I, especially professionally, I didn't win any contests until this past year. And then I went, I won, I kind of swept all the three big ones of the year. So that was a huge uh, bonus for me. Well, I guess that's the way to do it, right? <laughs> yes, sir. I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to start winning, you might as well just win them all at once. Well, it, was, it went from, I need to win the big show to, I need to have the best season. And then those are two big, I didn't think it was going to happen in the same year. Um, so I just kind of went with the momentum and see how far I could carry it. So that's kind of still riding that way right now. Nice. So we actually, we have a, uh, we have a guy that works out at my gym. His name's, I don't, you probably haven't heard of him. He's in the amateur ranks right now. 
His name is Jack Turner, and he actually competes in your your same category. And he said he's going to be coming for your log press record. Yes. What's his log? <laughs> um, shit. I think it's in the mid threes. Oh, cool. So he's yeah. uh, yeah, he's he's twenty. I think he's twenty five. Um, and he's in the lifting in the the brand lifting ugly. We're going to be a part of this as well. Um, he's doing the Crown Mountain that Steve Foshin is putting on in June. Um, so he's going to be be a part of that and look to put up some numbers there to move forward and is hoping, I think, to get a uh, national invitation this year uh, to try and progress even further. Hopefully cool. Quaz well, decide to hang well, on this time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course, I was a big fan of big log presses, so yeah, I'd be excited to see what he does. Absolutely. Yeah, he's a he trains with with Steve and with Brian sometimes. So I guess he's got he's got some decent people in his corner. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it'll be fun to watch. But I was like, I said, well, I'm going to tell him you said that. And he's like, um, all right. <laughs> I said, he'll probably be all right with that. Yeah, most people, most of you guys like, like the competition. I mean, of course. that's what it's all about, right? Is pushing each other to, the, to that next level. Yeah, I'm, I'm still I'm still growing, and he just has to just catch up, and then also keep up. So that's right. Go for the ride. <laughs> so that's not that's not going to be the heaviest log press that you ever that's you're shooting for. We'll see. We'll see if if I, if I get pushed or if it's some, something that um, one day I decide to go like into like an open class, maybe down like a few years from now, and, and push that. But depends on the what's on the line. But there um, hasn't been really announced in, ter in terms of anything like big max log and. Maybe go down the road of the old Zajunas of Vickis to only only do a max log when you get paid for it. So we'll see. Right, yeah. <laughs> so just um, to, just to put on that show, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, but I would prefer any part of a um, part of a contest. I think it's always enjoyable. And if it's the first event at the contest, then even better. Right. So what what got you into the sport? So originally roughly 10 years ago, I had a bodybuilding coach and I wanted to be, wanted to do something with kind of my competitive edge from being a former wrestler. So hopped into a bodybuilding course and a month into the bodybuilding program, he showed me strong, man. And from there, I touched mm -hmm. like five implements the first day, hopped in a contest the week after, and I was hooked right from there. So um, I compete, I went from competing twice in the first year to three times, competed four times, and then that carried into winning my pro card and then just hopping on the ride of um, trying to compete as much as I can. Right on. That, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. So I, I heard that you, and this may or may not be true, do you have an Olympic lifting background? So so 2012, I started Strongman. 2013, I bought my Olympic lifting shoes, and I'm like, I'm an Olympic lifter now. So I started, <laughs> Olympic, lifting, <laughs> so I started Olympic lifting within uh, Strongman, so I was like kind of learning okay. the techniques. So I was almost like, I, I only competed in strongman, but I was like learning pretty much how to snatch and clean jerk and all. Um, I upped that by going to um, a, a training center nearby in the South Shore of Massachusetts um, in Norwood. And over there, they had uh, three Russian coaches um, that really helped. And of course, their technique is great. Um, back then, it was Vasily, Yasha, and Nikita. Um, but they, of course, I worked with them, got my jerk really up to speed, and I was really able to. Um, for the most part, get get the, the system down. And then since I was always working on strongman too, I kind of started incorporating that Olympic technique towards strongman. And now you have this kind of hybrid style that I've been running for a bit. Right. So is that where kind of that split jerk technique on your log came from? 
Yes, sir. So I had, okay. I had to. Um, I just always noticed that, like, of course, the push press, you get a certain amount of, certain amount of weight. Um, of course, jerks are more risky, but there's high reward. So if you can put it off, it's you definitely can hit more weight. So I had to bring the split jerk in. So is that, and again, there's, I, I watch Strongman. It's fun to watch. I don't know, like, all the technicalities of the ins and outs of it. Is the split jerk, so just, and this is just things I've heard. Is it allowed at every contest, or is it one of those moves that's kind of hit and miss on on if they allow it or not? It, 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 should, it's, it is allowed in every contest, and I would say probably okay. 99% of contests. The one uh, exception is maybe on, vi like, a Viking press, where sometimes there's no, like, double dipping, so no jerk movements to, like, push yourself under the weight because it's already on a lever. Um, okay. So it boosts the weight's going up in here, up this way. So sometimes they, some rules, um, we'll say no double dipping, but recently we were talking about like the Arnold women's um, pro show recently, and they had a double dipping. So you were allowed to split jerk, but um, more often than not, split jerk is allowed. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I just, I, I had heard that there were some of them that they're not allowed. And I was just wondering how that kind of played into your, your planning of the, the events. But I mean, if it's something you really don't have to worry about now, then. For, for now, it's in terms of like the different type of presses, is it's a lot of times it's like adapting to what the um, event is. So sometimes if it's uh, a press for reps or a press for speed, maybe speed wise, you're doing vipers and strict presses. If you have something for reps, you're doing push presses. If you have a max, you might want to lean towards the jerk. So um, okay. it, all, it always depends on where you have ahead of, ahead of you. In the, and for me, the goal is always to win the contest. So you have to get to do what you need to do. So figure out what the press is and execute. And so, and so from the things I've seen from what you do, uh, the videos I've watched, um, your speed is incredible. Like it yeah. just, you're, you're, <laughs> yeah. so is that kind of, is that kind of a specialty is like the speed events for you? So um, in terms of movement, I was, was a good mover, even uh, in high school. Um, but I, I think getting back to that Olympic movement and working like the fast switch muscles, um, I think I was able to kind of carry that into um, just kind of everything. So that a lot of that speed work kind of transitioned, but I've always had an emphasis on uh, a speed at some points um, as well as, of course, building over, overall strength. Nice. Did you have something, Alki? Oh, yeah, no, because I was, I was re-watching. I was scrolling through your Instagram today, and uh, um, I was watching your – just talking about explosive. I was watching your tsunami bar front squats. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was, which are which are fucking absurd. <laughs> like that, they were just they were moving so good, and your core was just absolutely like just impenetrable. So like, and just like your chain carries and whatnot, like you're a fast motherfucker, man. <laughs> you're you. incredibly quick. But the, the um, yeah, but the, but you hit it on the nail. The core, like my abs, are sore after that. Just from yeah, all no, that absolutely, man. Um, no, yeah, that was just insane. So I was just like, I, more so, just major props to you because that's crazy, crazy, like. I haven't had a chance to work with the uh, the tsunami bar yet, but uh, front squats definitely aren't the first movement I wanted to try with them. So <laughs> watching you do this was uh, quite incredible, dude. <laughs> yeah, I hope more, more people get into it. A lot, of, of course, there was a lot of um, when I first I first started using probably back in like 2016, 2017. There was a lot of pushback. It was like, oh, there's all this floppy movement. It's a gimmick. Yeah. You're doing it, make, it makes the weight easier, and that's like that's not the, not the case. Yeah, like, I would never I've use never... it for bench ever, but. Definitely for like a like a front squat or like a, just a regular squat movement, I would. But my shoulders definitely couldn't take it for like a push press or uh, anything overhead or, or bench wise. <laughs> That's for sure. And I also because uh, 
I, I've done a few different times. I guess it's my version of what the Zercher squats are. Um, I'm guessing I've been doing them like just kind of a pushed, a pushed out way. Cause when I, when I watch you do them, like it's like a deadlift to the legs and then you hook underneath and then stand it up. So for the most, so the way you do, you, you, you Zercher out of the rack usually. Yeah. So I'm guessing I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just it's just, it's out just a is <laughs> <laughs> the function so I, I imagine you're probably focusing on like probably like a squat day but also right. maybe some upper work done so you're mainly focusing on the legs um but the zercher from the floor is more of a practice just more of a carrier for strongman more strongman specific training because a lot of strongman is is, uh, is loading and lapping so you have a sandbag you have a log a stone and so many different implements you load and lap so the zercher is almost um, a nice, um, let's say, mid-season exercise to really strengthen that chain. So when you do start loading these odd objects, you really have a nice core to start with. So that's why I always um, lap it. So, but either way, it, it kind of works. Is it is a great function? Okay, I just I was I watched you do it. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> or so, when you have a yeah. bum ass <laughs> shoulder, like, <right>? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I watch. So like, my shoulders are completely are just garbage. So. Like in, watching any of those explosive, like just flips, and you know when you just roll the bar up, it just it hurts me watching it. So mm-hmm. I mean, I'm su- that's why I'm super impressed because there's a lot of things that I just physically can't do anymore. Um, but yeah, I watched that Zerch and what what weight was that that one that you had posted? Do you remember? Hmm. I I posted a lot of Zerchers. Uh, <laughs> so I think most recently I did like the 390, 396 for five. My best triples with 500, like 506. Shit. My best singles, 544, which I did last year. Um, so it's a, I have, I just generally just push that as more of a, um, just a good, solid um, off-season movement. But I mean, even I with that, like, that modified sumo stance, you can definitely see why there's a huge carryover for stones. Yes. Like picking yeah, it up, yeah, yeah, lapping it, sitting in your chest. Like, that's, yeah. I mean, I would never do it because uh, <laughs> I don't need to pick up stones. But that's definitely a cool movement to implement if you need someone's lower back to get a lot stronger. Like that's that's pretty damn cool. So, I mean, obviously, you've been you've been training in this for ten years. You've gotten a lot of insight from. Have you had one coach the entire time, or have you used a variety of different people? Um, actually, I've been more of a self self man uh, okay. in terms of coaching. Um, I, I had uh, Terrence Rady for maybe six, seven months back in like 2019. And um, he was great because he brought in some things that I was lacking and uh, some puzzle pieces I was missing for the overall puzzle. So um, that was great working with him. But overall, I've always just kind of, um, I never had like someone that like did my programming. I always kind of been in control of that, except of course when I had uh, Terrence, but um, I always kind of seeked out a lot of help and mentorships and I'll ask about like, uh, different items, but in terms of always putting the plan together and executing has been for me and I've gone through like a lot of trial and error. Um, but also it's kind of been also a pretty novel experience in terms of, um, even just how the sport has grown from a 105 kilo standpoint too. So me being just kind of being in there, um, of course, giving me kind of great perspective and, um, kind of what I've been executing, but yeah, it's a. I would say overall, of course, I had an accumulation of great coaches and influences, but for the most part, yeah, I'm the one that makes the decisions. Nice. Yeah, yeah you don't, it's, 
I've done both. I've had coaches and then I've, I've created my own programs for myself, but obviously your influences from the outside are going to create you, the program that you set for yourself. And so it's key to have those, those people, you know, that you can call on that, that you can, you know, that will help you out in that, those programming states. Um, so like friends, like early on, I had uh, Eric Dawson and Eric Dawson was a heavyweight. He got his pro card on pretty early um, in 2012 when he was working at um, TPS. So right off the gate, uh, right off the bat, I had someone to, of course, understand like what his journey is going through in terms of different competitions, knowing what's out there, but also seeing someone that puts training plans together and does a lot of competition. So it was, ready, it was great to have someone that already had like a good base and a good pro status to kind of mentor and, and see how like if it's a lot of times seeing is believing so like you see things on the internet but when you see it for yourself right. on the hard <laughs> yeah. work then it's, you see how it attainable is right We're seeing which methods actually work and which don't work it's definitely a muddy route but i mean the fact that you're doing your own stuff it's clearly working for you like you got the accolades to prove it so sometimes you just gotta go, you just gotta go you yeah. gotta rely yeah. on your models your, you know your body the best and yeah. of course you have the, uh, all the best intentions for yourself so sometimes you, you just really gotta kind of ride with your own plan well, fair enough i mean i try to i just have to overthink way too much <laughs> it's, it's good to go but it's good to be back and forth but like for instance you a lot of time and that's why a lot of time like success is either like of course of valleys and peaks and all um yeah. where of course you gain a bunch of information and then you run your own plan and then you run into a bunch of walls and then like you go keep running your own plan or do you seek more help and then you could go back yeah. to yeah so i think it's always a constant learning process but just like metaphor for life so over the last like 10 years, where were your two, like, I guess maybe two big sticking points, like either with training, mental aspects, mm -hmm. like, or were there two things that kind of stood out the most to you that were, I guess, I don't want to say major roadblocks, but something that kind of stood out to you that hit uh, st sticking point. I, I like the sticking points. Um, yeah. I'll say the first one, I had to really start cutting out the partying and then and just kind of the, yeah. um, some of the nonsense of just kind of hang around and just drinking beer bullshitting just to kind of bullshit um so uh, i of course um after school i lived in south boston of course I had bars all around me so i was going sure. out friday and saturday nights but long when i was still uh competing in strongman but for a while i started realizing I'm like well i'm always hung over and then i don't really do that great in the gym um i gotta catch eventually kind of choose one or the other so i started like dwindling away at that but yeah. i think I, I could have done that much probably came to my sense as much, maybe like a year or two earlier um, and really kind of focus on what's kind of important, which again, obviously was the kind of strong man. But I think that's, everybody has to figure that out on themselves. You know, oh, 100%, can't be, yeah. So you kind of have to figure that out. But I don't know, you're young and you're in your 20s, so. Uh, that's it's also kind of, kind of hard because you need that balance you know, of like wanting to have that social life. <laughs> Not just then, training. Uh, <laughs> and then the, uh, obviously the other as a good sticking point is just um it's just what kind of when i i was probably just early on just realizing like the more you compete um of course the more experience that you get the more people that you meet and then that can be an overlying process of um being able to become a better strong man because i have my network gets bigger but i also have more experience and then you get to points where you're at a contest and you're the most experienced individual um and that's a huge advantage um more more often than not. So. Yeah. so how have you gone about, because um, obviously you had a lot of mentors in your in your progress to get to where you are. Um, so I imagine you're more than happy to kind of return the favor to those that you come across that are 
that are getting going still. Oh, absolutely. I always try, try to pay for it. And of course, many people pay for it to my, uh, my son. So of course I get a, of course I try to answer almost everybody I get on, right. uh, <laughs> on social media, mostly on Instagram. Um, Cause I'm also like on TikTok and, and Facebook. And for, to be fair, I don't check those as often. So if you have some messages on that, I'm um, sorry I haven't replied. We've uh, anyway, we tried the TikTok right. <laughs> I, always, I always try to do my best um, to kind of reply, and, and of course, just right. really kind of what it's it's more obtainable than not, and um, of course, positive thinking, positive thoughts, and working hard is kind of the key. Right. So you the 105, 105 kilo category that you're in has, I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong. It hasn't always been around. Is that correct? So it's it's actually it's been um, actually it's it's one of the more common classes, um, but it just hasn't got the exposure it has okay. and had yeah. the last couple of years or so. So it's um, usually I think even start we say either the early like two thousands, um, it was just like the hundred five kilo men and the heavyweight men when you talked about like more strongman competitions for the on the guy side of things. So they didn't have like the weight classes that they have um, right now. And we see like the 80 kilo men and 90 kilo, which is like 175 and 200 pound. Um, so the, the class has always been around, but it's great that we're getting a lot of exposure. Um, right. More notably right now is that, you know, there, it, actually there's a big news from today is that um, of course our class is gonna be, especially on the Clash on the Coast, which is the competition in April 22nd, 23rd. Um, the final, so after the, all the heats, top two make it to the finals, the finals is going to be live on ESPN, and we're going to be following oh, the Tyson Fury fight. Um, that's rad. So that's a, probably the biggest spot um, there's been. And last year, you could say that the ESPN, we were re, we were not live, but we were re-aired um, two months ago. That was, spot. that was the first time 105 kilo. All right. That was the first time 105 kilo competition yeah. made it to um, national television. So just being a part of that, but more so winning that contest was huge. So I look to kind of be, again, first time it's being ESPN live, I want to win that contest as well. So, so the clash on the coast that's coming up in the next, in the next few weeks, where, which, where's that one at? Uh, South Carolina, Hilton Head Island. Okay. So, um, it's a pretty cool spot. It's kind of a nice little kind of a vacation piece, but, um, yeah, pretty cool views and you're kind of competing among like, um, palm trees and all, and of course, right on the beach. And then, where are the finals in the same place, or the is yeah? So it should be. I think this year he's building a platform kind of on the on the beach, so they're gonna have the, all the all the competitions. So, um, nice. so the hundred five kilo competition is kind of like the main show. There's the record breakers um, after the qualifying in in the morning on Friday. Um, so that will be also be on ESPN Live in the afternoon. So um, a lot of like men and ladies weight classes, records being broken. Um, I don't know if you guys know, like, Evan Singleton, but he's, he's a, of course, a big heavyweight strongman. He's the only heavyweight strongman in the record breakers, and he's going for a, a dumbbell world, world record. Um, and then on Sunday, you have the 82-kilo women competing in their um, clash invitational. So um, it's going to be a lot of great competition that whole weekend. So what are the, what are the events that they're going to have this year? Ooh, so... Um, I'm not sure about the ladies, but at least for the 105 kilo men. Um, right. So we have 10 events. So oh, on, day, on day one, you have um, <laughs> no, no particular order. You have um, squat for reps or axle squat for reps, keg throw. You have an odd object medley with five implements. 
you have a three object uh, press medley and you also have another medley with a sandbag farmers and drag and oh, then geez. day two is circus dumbbell for reps um a yoke to frame medley um axle deadlifts for the third event fourth event is a sandbag shouldering ladder and then the last event is stone over hitching posts which is 380 for reps Jeez. so more the distance and endurance style not much the uh the static the so static i think right there you can I, I i didn't exactly count but i'm guessing anywhere between 16 and 17 implements for this yes. one contest <laughs> so you try right. so when you're putting a prep together you got to figure out what where to fo- where to focus and your time based off your strength and weaknesses so you want to touch everything at least once or twice but mm-hmm. um you also don't want to be too specific because there's so many events so it's it's been it's a this prepping for this is a, even just a huge challenge for oh yeah um, competitors. So um, so if you're if you're getting ready for this, uh, sorry, if you're getting ready for this, do you do you focus more on training for your strength, uh, the ones that you're strong in, or do you focus more on your training for the ones that you're weaker in, relying that your strengths will still be your strengths when you get there? Uh, strong man, you got you got to get to work on the weaknesses always. It's where it's really where you lose the uh, most. Um, give me one second. Maya! <laughs> She's a vicious 10-pound wiener dog. Mascot. Yeah, so hard. Don't give her I think she'll stop. No, she's fine. Uh, but um, oh, I lost my train of thought. Was, uh, just as far as training, you, you said you always have to train for your weaknesses. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, wherever you lose the most points. So, for a while, that was deadlift. Um, right now it's been throwing events for me. So I always try to focus on being really well, uh, balanced across the board. I actually, in this prep alone, I probably ter- turned back my pressing cause I don't need to focus on my pressing too much to, uh, when the show, it's really the other events I need to be strong in, um, uh, and just need to be solid across the board. So I actually, uh, scaled it back the strengths. Nice. Um, so for your squats, are you guys doing it to, uh, was that to blocks or to pads? To, to a block or a pad. It's yeah, similar to like world strongest man style. Okay, cool. And then, um, so for prep, are you guys wearing like single ply, multiply, or anything like that? And we are just wraps uh, just, just wraps. Oh wow! Right just, on. Just, just sleeves and wraps. So yeah. No, so no, for uh, training wise, um, are you hitting more like raw squats and then just kind of implementing wraps just towards the end, or are you guys using wraps the entire time? Hmm. So I, I start. I did a then a, a couple. I did a few blocks already because. I knew the squat was going to happen pretty far out, like past yeah. 16. And you get your wraps and all that stuff. So, so I just started wraps this past block. So I've done two, the last two workouts. I've been in wraps. Um, and I'll probably have, let's see, the next two workouts. I'll probably have four more workouts. I'll probably be in wraps the whole time. Um, oh, just right because, on. But they're not, when I say wraps, um, my version of wraps is pretty light. I, I, I generally go like with like a, a rogue um a road wrap, which is pretty light. I haven't. So nothing like too crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Just because that, that kind of strangles your legs for the most part. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But I haven't. Yeah. I have, I, so I don't do like a serious wrap, but like I, I will have to at some point, but sometimes you just you kind of do what, what's needed last year with this combination. I won my yeah. event. My, so that's really what's important. So I just look to get a little better. Cause I imagine people got better from squatting the last year knowing yeah. that it's actually going to be an actual event. So. Oh, really? It's gonna be in last year. 
Um, and then for like training wise, for the back squat itself, are you training mostly front squats or are you actually working in a decent amount of back squatting as well? I have back squatting. I've been, no, every workout's been that world's strongest man setup. So I do, I do. Oh, okay, okay. oh gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're simulating the squat. entire thing. Yeah. So I, I, I may, I do that setup every time. So it might take me extra 10, six minutes, oh, okay, uh, cool. six, 10 minutes to, uh, to get it set up. I, I always want to sim- simulate that if, yeah. I, if I have the option. So the only reason why I ask is because I have a lot of uh, a lot of my friends will, uh, like from a powerlifting standpoint, they don't touch back squats for weeks at a time, and they only will touch like they'll only do front squats with the buffalo mm-hmm. bar and whatnot. So I was just curious to see like how much of the actual back squat you throw in. But now that you're interesting, you're, but it's but this is because it's it's an event, right? Yeah, the yeah, absolutely, like, yeah. I don't lead. I don't have any back squat leading up to a prep because there's no yeah. squat event, and I might do like a zercher um, or another related event. I think I want. Yeah. Um, I think on my squat days, I was doing like trap bar because that was probably more useful than, um, doing actual squat. For sure. Yeah. 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 So it's always geared towards what the, um, what the objective is at hand. Fair enough. Um, have they announced the weight for you guys that you're going to be repping out? The weights? Oh yeah. So, oh, I forgot. I didn't even go through the weights. Oh yeah. No, (laughs) Um, yeah. No, please. (laughs) The the ones in the, um, so the qualifying (laughs) must be more athletic, um, like the, we're squat, I'm doing like 600 pound squat, um, okay. keg throwing between maybe like 40 and 55 kegs, you're doing eight kegs. And then like the medley is light anywhere between like 200 and 250. Um, press is light too. But like in the finals, I think we have um, a 210 dumbbell for reps, um, yeah. 800 to 300, 800 yoke, 300 frame. Oof. Then you have 675 axle deadlifts. Um, up to 320 sandbag shouldering and then 380 stone. So um, all pretty good weights for lots uh, of spinal loading. And that, that used to be, of course, some of those used to like the dumbbell and stuff like that. That used to be weights that the heavyweight weight, heavyweight guys were doing mm-hmm. right now. World's strongest man. More probably 10 years ago. Um, I wouldn't say like five, like in recent time, but yeah, 10 years and plus. Which had 100 pounds less body weight. That's pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's cool that this is what's the sport going to progress in the next 10 years. Right. Yeah, exactly. Are the women gonna be doing these weights in ten years? So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, seeing the weights that they did just this last weekend, I, I don't know. I wanted to crawl uh, in a hole. I might. Which, which one were you most impressed with? Yeah, like, yeah, Andy was like eight hundred pound squat. There was there were like six ladies that finished. I hit eight hundred pound yoke. It was it was amazing. The, the uh, what was it the Hummer tire pull that I was watching? And so yeah, Andrea's eight hundred pull on that. But then just the amount of them that were able to hit over 700 on that was just incredible. It was, I mean, it's just, it's fun to watch just how much, how much progression like the women have made. I mean, the men's is obviously, like you said, you're 105. You guys are now doing weights that the opens used to do. And now the women are doing weights that like no one would have ever thought that a woman would touch that kind of weight and let alone be able to just blow right through it. I mean, it's, 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 it's great to watch the, you know, like you said, the progression and who knows where this is going to end up in the next 10 years, what the weights are going to be. Yeah. It's a, yeah very, very inspiring. Yeah. Everybody's getting into it. So do you have any um, plans to do any other event besides the, the clash or are you putting all, all your eggs into that one? For right now? Well, cl- so right now, nothing before clash because I kind of, kind of treat clash with the, of course, what's on the, what's at stake. Um, it's kind of like the Super Bowl for the year. Um, I'll probably do America's Strongest Man, World's Strongest Man, uh, in the in the fall. Um, 
originally I was I was invited to Russia for a contest, but I don't think that's happening. Not anymore. a good idea. <laughs> yeah. so, so that's probably not gonna happen. That was and that was a fun show, and just too bad there were great people up there, but just of course governments get involved and right. the CBC happens. So um, maybe that gets moved to a different country. Um, that's what I would like to see, but we'll we'll see what happens there. Um, that originally was supposed to be in June. Um, I got invited to go do a competition in Prague, uh, Czech Republic. Oh, nice. Um, Yeri Cattle Check out there. Um, was a pro strog band. And um, we invited a lot of, of course, individuals from like the Eastern Bloc, the UK, um, some yeah. Australians and New Zealand guys. So hopefully I make it out that direction. Um, I'm considering the, the, the Shaw Classic as well. Um, right. that's, the, that's the one I was going to bring up and see if that was something maybe. You <laughs> yeah, I, I got, I, I've been, I've been, depending on the events for the actual open, I'm going to hop in. Of course, like, we talk about some strong music. Like, oh, it doesn't matter about the events. You got to hop in at every show. Yeah, but like, yeah. I can do, I can do that at 105 kilo sense. But heavyweight, I got to be more selective. So um, right. depending it, on uh, what the events are and the, the weights, I might um, give it a go. If uh, if Brian Shaw gives me the thumbs up, I think I got a right. video. Or so I haven't looked at the exact details, but maybe I'll hit up my yeah. buddy Stickle and he'll tell me what's up. Yeah, I think they're doing online online submissions for the for the qualifying. But yeah, it'd be cool to have you out because I mean that's over here in in my neck of the woods. Oh, so cool. um, I'm I'm in Western Colorado. So I think last year he had it up at Estes Park. Um, I'm assuming he's gonna he's gonna have it in that same same area. So yeah, I mean if it if it's something, well, he's, he's hosting it in an actual arena this year. It's he he stepped up the. Um, oh, I imagine okay. I imagine it's probably the same yeah. town, um, probably where near where he's from, but. Um, yeah, he got like an arena, so let's he's stepping up concession set sales, sales and all. So nice. Yeah, so it should be a I mean it should be a good one anyway. So if you throw your hat in the ring there, that'd be that'd be pretty sweet. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh. I'd like to show show him what's up. That's right. <laughs> all right. So yeah. I, know you, I know you gotta go here. Um so we appreciate you coming on. I had I had a few other questions, but not a big deal. I, I know you gotta get going. I, I got I got I got five minutes. So you if okay. you got you can do a speed round and I can. All right. Got, got some quick ones. Um, what kind of belt, what kind of belt do you have? That you uh, right now I have a SBD lever belt. Um, okay. and, that's, and just in general, in terms of other lever belts, um, I've done like, like the Enzers and all the ones, but this one I feel like is pretty thick and it's adjustable. So um, it's a great value. Bye. We, uh, cause we're, we're in with uh pioneer now. So Ooh, excellent. I, I always I always want to check on people's belt Pip status. Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 have, I have a pioneer belt as well. Uh, but yeah, I, I became a SBD athlete uh, recently. So, oh, hey, nice. Hey, so of course I'm just yeah. excited joining a great network of athletes. That's probably one of the big reasons. Oh hell yeah! I mean yeah, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong with anything that SBD puts out anyway. All right, and so then I had a, I had a couple questions, and these came from other people. So hopefully there you you don't it's not not for me just so you know. Of course, questions on my podcast. So I, I get I get some some of the pretty uh, of course edgy ones. So right. yeah, so so I got one that says it's ass or titties. Hmm, uh, butt man. Okay, that seems to be the 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 popular answer. <laughs> um, and, and then the the other one that like to me it sounds it's even a weirder question like ass or titties isn't like a weird question it's just you never know how someone's going to respond this one to me seems weird but the guy seems nice enough so um he wants to know what kind of socks you use during deadlifts uh probably the, probably the puma socks 
Oh no, S, uh, I've been I have been wearing my SB. I'm plugging the SBD, but I have been wearing the there SBD you go. <laughs> lately. But generally, it, it's probably my Costco Puma, um, like mid mid mid, mid sock. I think okay. It's, yeah, that's, that's the just just a, just a cheap one to get, and that can, you can ruin, and it's not a big deal. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> All right, and so then what I want to do real quick, if you got a couple more minutes, we do a game that we call uh, white lights, red lights. We'll kind of breeze through what it means. It's more of a powerlifting term. If you're, I'm sure you're aware. Um, so I have a few different scenarios, and then you just give me the give me the lights on whether it's a positive or a negative in your eyes. All right, I'm ready. Okay. So the first one is two dudes driving around shirtless. White lights. White lights? How White many? Lights. <laughs> one we'll to three, how many? Oh, yeah, I'll give, I'll give it three white lights. Three white lights? Bro All right. Bro and, then, <laughs> and then we'll see that that kind of goes along with my theme. So bro dates, like two dudes going out, having lunch, having breakfast. A good mandate. Good mandate. Three white lights. They're they're, they're right. eating. They're eating together. They're feeling. So they're getting ready for two for a big. My one. man. That's <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Next one is uh, celebratory ass slaps. Hmm. I'll give two white lights because sometimes they you gotta find out the right moment because it's it's probably one or two good lifts in a, in a day that constitute a good ass slap. So there you, you go. Find the right timing. That's always been one for me. That's always been it's like a heat of the moment type of thing. And I've always thought that there's people that that overdo it. I think they're just a little way too into to making sure they hit everyone on the ass <laughs> as time goes on. <laughs> the Keenan Peel uh, skit. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah <that's right. laughs> and then last one. I mean, it's going to be pretty easy, especially after the celebratory ass slap. Is going to be bro hugs. Bro hugs. Mm. Hmm, reds. All right. <laughs> Three white. <laughs> All reds. All right. <laughs> All right, man. Well, we, we do appreciate you being on. Uh, like I said, I'm going to get you some stuff out because. Thank you very you know, much. It, you know, just to help, like I said, to thank you. And then it also helps kind of get, get our stuff out there for everyone else to see. Um, and and it, we love having people on. Uh, if you have anyone else that you come across, you can send them my way. We'd be more than happy to have them on as of course, a guest. I think, I think you can go down the 105 kilo line if you like. Um, of course, you have all the great personalities. What's, I think, also great about our class is just the range of how it represents the um, United States. So you have, of course, you have the guys from the Northeast, guys from Florida and the, in the Southeast, the Midwest, California, um, Pacific Northwest, even some Alaskan guys. So it's, it's really cool. It's good representation. So I think if you... You could probably message any of those guys, and they'll be happy to hop on and talk awesome. about some ugly lifting. Killer. That's right. Love <laughs> it. it, it <laughs> and we, we like we like getting the other perspective from the from the strong man. Like I said, we we gear a lot of our stuff towards powerlifting. I have a bodybuilding background that I'll bring in every once in a while, but the, getting that yeah, that strong man sense is is really cool. Just like I said, we've talked about strong man and this the respect that we have, and how there's no debate that strong man athletes are athletes and that is 100 percent of sport without argument absolutely. but cheers guys right. hopefully meet you guys soon absolutely yeah you come out to that shot classic i'll make sure i'm out there yes sir all right buddy have a good night we, again thanks for joining us and we'll talk to you soon well so there's that anyway so <laughs> i've apparently yet to master putting a fucking interview in the middle of a live thing so i guess i'll just cut and post so sorry seth you'll you'll have to just kind of skip through the first bs and then you can go to the interview later i'll have it up uh later tonight 
Um, so we can just start like like we you know like we just got done. Hey, wasn't that a great interview with Nick? It was so sick. So, welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed the interview. Like that, it almost, <laughs> it almost sounds like nothing got screwed up in the process. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it'll it'll look seamless by the time I put it all together. Like love it. We like we just intended for that to happen. The like way nothing did. bad happened. Gosh, what a nightmare. Nothing like doing things on the, you know, doing things live and having it completely screw up on you. Yep. So anyway, hopefully everyone, once this gets put on the right way, everyone enjoyed the interview with Nick. Um, Some cool insights as far as strongman training and the way that he does, I mean, the way he does his programs was kind of interesting. I was kind of surprised that he doesn't really have a coach when he does. Yeah, that was the biggest shock for sure. And so that was anyway. So everyone enjoyed that. We were, it was good to have Nick on. It was very cool of him to be a part of it and to um, you know to take the time out for us to to do that with him. But as we go on, we are now going to be at the end of the podcast, which seems weird because we're <laughs> kind of short into it. But it won't. It'll seem normal. So we're going to go ahead and play. With the two of us, I know you heard Nick. We went through the white lights, red lights with Nick. We are going to go do that with ourselves, and we're going to let Alkai do the proper introduction into it. Let's uh, let's see here. You're driving in your car. It's seven in the morning. You're on your way to IHOP or Denny's to get some uh, eggs and some some flapjacks, maybe a couple a couple uh, sausage links. You finish your breakfast, you're done meditating, you get to the meet, the uh, meet director gets everyone together, goes over the rules, and finally gets to how the scoring system works. Two white lights passing score, three white lights passing score, two reds or three reds unfortunately is not a passing score. And all of those uh, pancakes you ate for breakfast, total wash. So let's make sure we get those those white lights on the board. Put those pancakes to work, ladies and gentlemen. Put those pancakes Put to work. Them to work. Let them work for you. Yeah. All right. So we are looking to see if these are pass or fail situations. Do you remember these from Thursday? Are these going to uh, be? A, will these be a new surprise for you? Are you talking about the? Uh, are they new or this the same ones? No, nah, these are the same ones. So I just I wanted to go through like our take. Oh, for Nick's us, take. yes, absolutely, yeah, yeah. yes. So we got Bring we got Nick's off. take on these. Um, just a few minutes ago, we heard what Nick yep. thought about these. <laughs> yep. So all right, so two dudes driving around shirtless. I mean, is this post gym sesh or just two? You know what? That's a normal thing for me back home. Three whites for sure. Is it? You know, I mean, like I, if you're going to the beach or whatever, you kind of just tarps off always. So I grew up, I mean, I didn't grow up that far from where you're at. Mm. I always thought that was the weirdest thing. Really? When I, <laughs> when I would see like two shirtless dudes just driving around together. Okay, well, to be fair, like all of our grocery stores and whatnot, you don't need shoes. You don't need a shirt. Like you can walk into the grocery store with just surf shorts on and so you're just fine. So their, their philosophy <clears throat> in Hawaii, Hawaii is no shirts, no shoes plenty of service bring it on yeah 
And so, like, I mean, I saw it a lot, and it just always kind of struck me as a little odd. That's fair. So, so what's your take? Then, I don't know. I would, I would give it a. I would say one, one white light. Like to me, it's just like I wouldn't, wouldn't be a part of it. It's just weird for me. It's a little me. <laughs> and it's like, it's like less that, and just I don't want to be like shoulder to shoulder with you know skin to skin with, with a dude just, just driving, just bro. driving around. Yeah, with that one sweat patch on your shoulder because there's always right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, but I do I understand it and I understand mm-hmm. the reason behind it. So yep. I will I'll give it a little leeway on my end of things. Fair it's enough. It's just a it's a hang up I've had since I was a kid. So oh, <laughs> it's you know deep seated you know mm-hmm. probably something I recessed that some trauma from when I was a child that I. Have not, I'm, not, I'm not. That's right. <laughs> All right. Next one, I think we both agree on would be the bro dates. Oh, let's call it a mandate. Mandate. Yeah. Uh, three whites for sure. Hands down. I'm all for it. I do them all the time. Yeah. I mean, why not? I mean, I'm not getting late, so I might as well hang out with my boys, right? <laughs> yeah. Go on a date with somebody. Plus, mm-hmm. there's no there's no expectations afterwards. You get oh, to eat. That would make it weird. Yeah, it would make it weird. Unless, <laughs> so what about if you guys went on your bro date and then took your shirts off and drove around? Uh, I mean, that should be expected, right? <laughs> <laughs> as soon as we walk out of the restaurant, our tarps off. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's time, boys. Fresh it's off the dinner bloat. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. Or that pancakes, but the pancakes and sausage before meat. Oh yeah. Just a, just a nice. Pouring out of my singlet. Yep. It's a beautiful sight. Mm. All right. Celebratory ass slaps. Oh, three whites for sure. You're all for celebratory ass slaps. As long as they're not overly excessive. And that's why I would, I would give, I would put one, one red light in there because I have been a part of some teams in my life where it seems like there's always one guy that it's like he's Loves making it too much. much. Yeah. He's making it an excuse mm-hmm. to touch everyone on the ass. Like not even playing. It's like you come off and he's always the first one there. Yeah. Good job. Good job. And it's like, mm-hmm. all right there, Skippy. Yeah, Hands yourself. Yeah. yeah. But in the heat of the moment, it you know, it's one of those things. There's real heat. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and then easy one, bro hugs. Oh, you can't. You can't. Three whites for sure. The pure embrace, cool. like after smashing a PR or something, and it's just like a, oh, like I'm home, you know. That's right. <laughs> come, come, come let's come let's enjoy, let's enjoy this moment together. Oh yeah, absolutely. I am with you on that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up our, this scene feels so weird. (laughs) That wraps up our white lights, red lights for today. Once again, I am coming to you from Grand Junction in Colorado from Monument Fitness. You can visit us at monument.fitness on Instagram. You can visit the show anywhere on the World Wide Web or any social media at lifting underscore ugly, search lift ugly, lifting ugly, and you'll be able to find us. Alkai here. I'm going to have to change. I'm going to have to add the other part of this. You can go visit him at Pico, P-I-K-O underscore powerlifting 
or you can get him at his main page, Bellies Out Benching. Are there underscores in between all of those words? You bet your sweet tush there is. All right. We do enjoy our underscores here at Lifting Ugly. You can support us with a monthly subscription at patreon.com backslash lifting ugly. And that would be greatly appreciated. Mm-hmm. Thank you to anyone who ventures in to do that. If you want to support and guarantee to get something in return, you can buy Lifting Ugly gear from liftingugly.com. Liftingugly.com, you can get shirts, hats, flags, which I have one coming, you have one coming. Oh, I'm so excited. Be Strong Strength and Conditioning has one going to their spot. So nice. we got the, we got those all spreading around, getting the love spread everywhere. Mm-hmm. Lifting Ugly will take it over the world. I got some stuff mm-hmm. going out to to Boston, Mass, out there wow. to, those, to the those fellas out in Beantown to, <laughs> to, to represent Lifting Ugly out on the East Coast as well. We love it. Great. We have great representation in the Southern California area, of course. We do. In the Colorado area mm-hmm. and in the great white north. Not quite Canada white north. It's pretty much. Bit, but it is right there. Mm-hmm. And we have our, uh, I have to say, I do really appreciate um, all the fellows up north for kind of supporting us and being a part of what we do. Because, I mean, it's really love. cool that they, they've jumped on board and are full of support. So thank Love you it. all. Thank you, Seth, for joining us today. Make sure to revisit later and uh, catch that interview with the 105 Kilo World's Strongest Man, Nicholas Camby. Ladies and gentlemen, that is it for us today. We are out of here. We are out. Goodbye, friends. So fuck the blues, ain't the bad news, you can trip with the juice While I sip booze on a seven day cruise In Louis Vuitton shoes, with floozies by the dudes The good life, talking about the good life Live it up for a little while, then go to the hood To get the good wife and settle down But for now, I'm studying down Refuse to allow myself to live foul Like when I was sniffing pals Still got trials and tribulations Refinement from cultivation takes patience I'm waiting, 